0: everyone. Welcome to Escaping Babel on the Engage and Equip podcast. My name is Ashlyn Phelps and I'm the communications coordinator at High Point Church. Escaping Babel is a series designed to talk about escaping cultural captivity with gospel truth. Within this series, we're doing several episodes on how to escape cultural captivity through friendship. God calls us into faith together to enjoy, strengthen, and form each other to become more like Christ. This kind of spiritual friendship is very different from what the world offers us, but is much more human. If you haven't listened to them yet, you can get a better understanding on what we mean when we say spiritual friendship in episodes 134 through 136. In this episode, you'll hear from Luke and John, who are on staff at High Point. They're going to talk about their friendship, especially how they keep each other accountable in their faith through their friendship. They will explore what this accountability looks like and provide some tips at the end for anyone looking for a friendship like this, which, if you know Luke and John, is probably all of us. As always, if you've got a question about what you heard, send us an email at podcast at highpointchurch.org. Thanks for listening.
1: (coughs) (laughs) I always start this. they always start.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Engage and Equip podcast. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're going to try this again. Oh,
1: that was organic. <laughs> so,
2: yeah. All right, we're all about candor here. Um, we are in the Escaping Babble miniseries within the larger Engage and Equip podcast. Escaping Babel is all about escaping cultural captivity with gospel truth. Um, so recently, we've been talking about friendship on the podcast, and then um, Luke and I were asked which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to either of us, but we were asked to <laughs> have an episode where people who are actually friends um, talk with one another. So
1: Just literally talk to each other. So.
2: <laughs> That's what so, this episode is. So we're going to try that. Um, <laughs> no, just kidding. We're friends, and we have been friends for a while. Um, so we're going to just jump in. So mm-hmm. first question, Luke, how did our friendship begin?
1: Um... <laughs> <laughs> So, John and I have an interesting past uh, where it, it's our, our history begins before our friendship. Yes, that's true. <laughs> so, we, we've actually told this story a lot. So, if you ever interact with John or I or ever talk to us about our friendship, you've maybe heard this story. But we were in a high school... Engineering class Mm -hmm. together. We went to high school together. Yeah. Project lead the way, baby. Project lead the way. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I dropped out of that class halfway through. Really? Yeah. (laughs) So I didn't even see. So we were basically. So I was. I was. I was a year above you. Yep. Was I a junior? You were a sophomore or senior? I think so. I think you were a junior, and I was a sophomore. So we had to make a trebuchet Mm -hmm. that started out throwing ping pong balls but would end up throwing pumpkins. Yeah. You made like a small one, then a huge one. Yeah. And it was John and I, and this other guy. <laughs> Calvin. <laughs> it was and John was basically like, just let me do it. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I basically just like handed you tools. <laughs> you were like, go get this. Go get that. And I was like, okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yep. It was awesome. So pretty much me and my father made a trebuchet and then, brought it to school.
1: (laughs) I felt so bad in class. I was like, I don't know how to help. Yeah. Basically, John was one of those guys that I just hated in high school because (laughs) he did not have to try. He would just get good grades. I had to try so hard to get good grades. And I felt like you just thought I was so dumb (laughs) I was like, this guy thinks I'm an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) And he's just. (laughs) Which was definitely true. And I definitely hated you for thinking (laughs) that. So um,
2: we had a good start. Um, and then, so that was that, that was, blood. were we and, in
1: AP biology together too?
2: No, all my friends I, are in AP yeah, bio, okay, but then I wasn't in AP bio cause <laughs> okay. I was, I forget what I was taking instead, but right. Everybody else is in AP bio. So who are my friend
1: group? Oh, I, okay. I was thinking about recording this podcast yesterday and then I thought of an element of our history that I would just not thought about mm. for a while was just the whole, I knew that you were in Chadbourne, your freshman mm. year mm-hmm. and i knew you and your high school buddies from kettle marine were all there and my friend who was there who was volunteering with campus crusade who Kevin was sandal right? who, yeah who was yeah. like part of trying to create a bible study in Chadbourne. so i would have been a sophomore mm-hmm. trying to start a bible sitting there and i remember telling <laughs> i was like invite john sugatowski to crew crew is like a christian christian um parachurch organization on campus for college yeah. students i was like bring john to one of the weekly meetings mm. <laughs> helpful context of that at this point is i was not a christian yeah i was not a christian uh-huh. at all <laughs> so I, was, I was like kevin invite john sugatowski to crew and kevin was like no no <laughs> i was like he'll never come to crew I was like all right you try yeah and i don't remember if he ever invited you or
2: he never invited me so it was <laughs> so this is actually yeah this is actually a cool a cool part of my testimony history is right i remember kevin telling me that later so we had luke asked kevin to invite me to crew kevin didn't invite me to crew um but the lord works in mysterious ways and there was a girl i liked who was going to crew and was like hey you want to come to crew and i was like You'll be there, right? And so I started showing up to crew. So
1: I, so I saw John there, and I remember just running to Kevin Sandel, just being like, "John is here at crew. I told you he would come." Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, I kind of thought there was maybe fishy motives. I was like, "Is John what? Is, oh, yeah, John? They're... I don't think he's a Christian."
2: Yeah, hundred percent fishy motives.
1: Which I was like, maybe he's interested. That's kind of what crew right. is. They. they try and do outreach and get seekers there. So yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. But it just felt like there was something.
2: Cause else. then the thing too was, so I went to fall retreat that year as well. Did you? Or in my, so I started coming spring of my freshman year and then fall of my sophomore year, I came to fall retreat again because this yeah. girl was going <laughs> yeah. and I was like, sure. And <laughs> then fall retreat. and I remember, so I remember you later telling me and Kevin later confronted me about this where you or not confronted me, he like apologized for this, but you also challenged him to ask me to come to Fall Retreat. And he was (laughs) also like, No (laughs) And then I was at Fall Retreat and he was like, dude, I never thought you would come to this.
1: I remember that. And then It was a great moment though.
2: Yeah, it was a great moment. It It was a great moment. And then a year later, after I'd become a Christian, um, we had a meeting or we had a thing with crew called uh, Revive, where it was this like intentional, um, intentional time to try and like resolve conflict between students and kind of produce produce that? like a revival type thing. Um, I don't was know if you're were... student led. This is when you were in Turkey. Oh, gotcha. when this was happening. Oh, gotcha. um, but it was called Revive, and um, Kevin came up to me and was like, "Dude, Luke challenged me on several <laughs> occasions to like invite you to stuff, and I didn't, and I'm sorry." And I was like, "Dude." I'm here, so it's all good. So, anyways, yeah. um, an encouragement, I guess, to invite your friends, yeah, to stuff.
1: I could have invited you too, personally. <laughs> I just didn't know you at all, so yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, so yeah, then I remember, I remember us. We were like walking from something, on right? Campus, so how this started was, and then what? I was like, "Are you a Christian?" And then you were like, "I just became a Christian mm-hmm. like two days ago." I was mm-hmm. like, "What?"
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, part of how sorry, I shouldn't be chewing on ice right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but part of how this happened was, so I became a Christian and one of the first issues I was like, okay, I need to solve this is the predestination issue. So is Calvinism, right. Is Arminianism, right? Like
1: before you were a Christian, you were thinking, no, about the that stuff? Mo-
2: yeah. So before I was a Christian, I was thinking about it. And then oh. the moment I became a Christian, the two issues I wanted to solve immediately were, okay, what's up with like homosexuality being a problem mm. and what's up with predestination and free will. Yeah. And I, a good, a good friend of both of ours, a guy named Travis, pointed me to Luke as like a, hey, Luke has really? some ideas about this. He pointed me to, to you and to Zach.
1: I did not know those. Yeah, yeah. So That's I got so pointed funny.
2: to I got pointed to was you. Was that helpful? Uh I think you were basically like, yeah, Calvin is probably right. And I was like,
1: all right, great. <laughs> great. So that sounds like me five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> So um
2: yeah, so that was pretty much how it like how we started to actually become friends. But then the year after that, you were... So, I became a Christian my sophomore year.
1: Oh, yeah. Then I left for a year.
2: Then Luke left for a Came year. Came
1: back and you were solid.
2: Mm-hmm. When I was, I was like, in.
1: Oh. yeah. I and was then in. we were in the same Bible study. Right. And then for that you. year... So, that year was when we... That year we started we to do hug. that.
2: And then... Um, yeah. So, Luke was leading my senior action group. So, that was in crew where we had all Bible these studies. all these senior guys. Luke was leading it. We were going through covenant, talking about the different covenants God's, God makes and kind of yeah just the insanity of the new covenant and how it fulfills all the old covenant promises um and then and that was good he always brought oreos and dr pepper so yeah. i started to come around to luke
1: that's such a bad habit probably <laughs> yeah, every single week every we, single week we, we, we took just, out a 12 pack of dr Pepper and a thing of oreos. and like
2: before we were through <laughs> the highs and lows of everybody i would be through four of them
1: yeah it, it felt you drank
2: at least two every week sometimes yeah. three yeah i've reformed my ways yeah I I no longer drink regular soda. So, dude, you got
1: me a Diet Coke now. Yeah, Diet Coke this week, dude. You gotta yeah. get like Coke
2: Zero. Coke Zero is even better. Diet Coke is good. Coke Zero is like sweeter and better flavor. Is it? Okay, yeah. it. Uh, not a sponsor. John, is
1: very, John motivates me to try things. <laughs> <laughs> Which is maybe part of our friendship. So, anyways, part of our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: and yeah, Luke motivates me to try things. Anyways, um, so then we became more friends through that, and then the year after that, I was coming into my first year as part-time field staff with Crew. Luke was. What were you doing? You were interning at High Point at that point. Pastoral um, intern. Pastoral intern at High Point. This would have been
1: twenty fifteen.
2: Twenty fifteen. Yep. Um, and then Brandon Brooks was. For those of you who know Brandon Brooks, he is currently in New York serving with crew, but he was serving with crew full time at that point. And then Brandon kind of rounded us all up and was like, dudes, we should start a time where we meet up once a week for breakfast and um, just have accountability with one another, talk about what's going on in our lives. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we, we called, called it... Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> we even We're finished each other of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we called it bro-countability. <laughs> Uh, We didn't end
1: up meeting that many Yeah, we ended up meeting like... like,
2: like, Yeah, we started out strong for the first like four weeks. (laughs) Yeah, we did like four weeks in a row. And then we kind of slipped to like once a
1: month. It was like 6 a.m. on like a... Right, it was like 6 a.m. on, yeah, yeah, so... Which was set up to fail. Do you guys
2: remember? So I really... One of my more memorable mornings was we were meeting at Brandon's apartment, and I was like, "Dude, I'll make breakfast for you. Yeah. It's going to be so good." I'm so I grew up. My father. That's this so just, normal. This is a, such a random tangent, but um, my so I grew up. My father works at a canning company. He's like an engineer for all like the big machines that can much of the food and so they get a lot of free food when they're testing out like new can designs or like new internal coating designs and stuff like that so i grew up on spam <laughs> like the, i had never like had spam. the canned meat i didn't and we think would, people really ate spam. we would always <laughs> cut it up and mix it up with eggs and i was like guys i'm gonna make you spam and eggs it's gonna be so good and uh, i made spam and eggs and both of them got like halfway through a plate and they're like dude this is so
1: bad I was like, like what is this,
2: this, this is like so, so salty it's so, salty. so <laughs> anyways but anyways so that was that was that we would meet up and have uh accountability time and that time was primarily for right for us to meet up check with how our walks with the lord are going to keep each other accountable to specific things and
1: um yeah to yeah, to grow was, in godliness together kind of we would have times where we would intentionally each share hey here's how i'm feeling about different things here's what i'm struggling with or tempted by uh, but a lot of it was just hanging out Mm-hmm. You know, talking about our lives, right? Having breakfast, so right. There was a bit of structure, right? But it was yeah, wasn't overly regimented, mm-hmm.
2: right? And I think that's been something that's been helpful, kind of throughout our friendship. Has been like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't know. We've we've talked about here at High Point before, like this idea of spiritual friendships, where it's just like, yeah, you can easily transition from talking about. An interesting album release which luke has recently been getting me into um to like talking about right talking about your relationship with god and both of those things are are things that can easily be brought up and talked about and i think that's that's one thing that's been cool and really is a hallmark of i think probably both of our most significant relationships is like that those things are very natural Mm -hmm. to talk about and bro accountability was kind of kind of the place where that stuff started yeah, I
1: kind of started that stuff yeah well that kind of gets into this second question um, mm-hmm. um and this is based off of a c.s lewis idea that um friendships form around shared truths mm-hmm. um and so there's a question here of what are some of our shared truths and uh yeah, I don't know. I think Yeah.
2: I think one thing that's definitely true is we're both pretty similar personality-wise. Mm-hmm, at least yeah. at least to a degree. And so like that's in, it that's an interesting thing because obviously not all your friendships you should be seeking to only be around people like you. Um mm-hmm. but I think that is one thing that's been like helpful for us is mm-hmm. right in some of the um like non-spiritual ways we like tend to like the same stuff yeah. and kind of give each other's idea give each other ideas in in things that both of us like and
1: mm-hmm. yeah we like board games mm-hmm. like movies music yep i feel like we just like random fun slash funny things yes. <laughs> <It> <laughs> we find it so much over like your fish or yeah. like <laughs> scott maximilian the like, second i just i don't know like random yeah, stuff yeah. like that yeah but i think has just always kept us going. Yeah. Um Yeah, I do, but I do feel like on a yeah, on a personality level there's just ways we um kind of connect. But um I think on a spiritual level too, there's always felt like there's been kind of strong spiritual I guess chemistry mm-hmm. <laughs> between us. You mm-hmm. know it's kind of a dating term. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, I think we bonded pretty quickly back during the Bible study days. Right. When we would read Scripture together, or talk about spiritual things. Just yeah. felt like our, felt like we had kind of a similar heartbeat spiritually mm-hmm. speaking. Right. um The kinds of conversations we like to have, mm-hmm. ways we thought about our lives, ministry, the church, which is always very easy to talk about that stuff. And that's kind of always been true. Right. That we're we're both. I feel like neither of us, <laughs> like we're both kind of a, we're both on the pastoral path now, mm-hmm. and uh, neither of us know what that looks like, but. We both, I've sensed, we both kind of have a similar understanding of what the role of a pastor is, the importance for God's church, mm-hmm. the importance for the gospel to spread across the globe, um, just a passion for growing in godliness, yeah, passion for accountability. Um, yeah, it's just, it's been, you know, passion for people to come to the Lord, which mm-hmm. are all things I think any Christian should obviously care right. about, but right. um, different Believers are going to um, have different thoughts about their walk with God and maybe emphasize different mm-hmm. kinds of things, which I think is good. And that's why we have the church. And that's why we're one body made up of a lot of different members, which all have different kinds of roles and mm-hmm. um, that kind of thing. But I've always felt like we've just kind of connected on how we think about our walk with right. God, right. how we want to do ministry, what, what, we, what we think is important in life. Right. And so I think that's been a key part of our friendship, just developing and staying strong. Yeah, I think if there's anything that, right, that has been like the backbone of it is
2: it has always been like, right, spiritual accountability and accountability towards growing in Christ has has Mm -hmm. always been a part of it. Um, Whether that was, right, in that senior Bible study, uh, Luke was discipling me at that point and we were... Yeah,
1: quote unquote, for me. Quote, we, were, we were just basically two, I two not, dudes meeting up. I did not know how to do ministry. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still don't really know how to do it. <laughs> But but yeah, I we was were, like, like, I was putting charts as Bible study. I was Like, I do not know what to do with these guys. <laughs> this is years ago. I was like, I don't know, I don't know what do. yeah. So we just like yeah. met I was like, I don't know, let's just read Romans. Yeah, and we were Which just, be like, it's just like college right. student thing to do. Like, let's open to Romans. Dude, we hung out in okay. Roman <laughs> we hung out
2: in Romans seven for so long. Like, because weeks. I was like,
1: And we like never read a commentary. We just like <laughs> kept we just kept reading it. We're yeah. like, we'll figure out. We We're
2: just like, <laughs> is Paul talking about himself as a Christian now? <laughs> Or as a Pharisee back in the day, we don't know. We just <laughs> like, like all
1: we cared about. We, for like weeks. And I uh, yeah,
2: probably could have talked about yeah, other things. Right. But That's a um, question. Right. But yeah, that has been right. That just has been a consistent theme in everything that we've kind of done. Is that that has been a part of it? Is growing in Christ, spiritual accountability. How are we
1: pushing each other closer to the Lord and like further into sanctification? Yeah. Another element of it. Is just a lot of shared experiences. The same, mm-hmm. I mean, same mm-hmm. high school. Some same activities we both did in high school. Yeah, we both did. Went cross to college, country. same college. We're involved in the same organization. Mm-hmm. Go to the same church. Now we work for the same church. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, we that's have a good point. same. We a like lot a, of the same friends. You were from Waukesha too, right? Yeah, we're both same yeah, hometown. <laughs> Like, same oh yeah age. done it up similar age right so up. there's just a lot that has yeah. made our friendship just work so easily mm-hmm. you know right so yeah there's not a whole lot of unshared truths no <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> we pretty much think the same
2: way about right, things. <laughs> right um yeah so but again i think the thing that has been like the consistent thing that's held it right held it tightly together has been like consistent spiritual accountability yeah. it's like with bro accountability then you were overseas for a little bit and then uh illinois, or no you weren't over yeah you were down in illinois so and then bit, but- and then you came back and then it was you, me and vince who were meeting up for yeah. accountability stuff mm-hmm. and um right that's just been a consistent like, yeah. kind of backbone to everything that we've been And I think we've been what's
1: doing. been most helpful for me... John and I were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. Um, there has... We have had a lot of the dive-deep kinds of conversations. Mm-hmm. We have had a lot of the confessing-send-to-each-other conversations. We do regular check-ins with each other. But a lot of what has helped me in my walk with God and my friendship with John is just being in proximity with him and seeing him going for it. And that just affects me each day. I'm Mm -hmm. like, John is still in it. I got to stay in it. (laughs) John's (laughs) going for this. I can go for this. It's not stated. It's not anything we necessarily talk about. Mm -hmm. I just know you're, you are still pursuing the mission of God. You're still pursuing getting to know the Lord. You're pursuing your sanctification. And, um, I have found as someone who doesn't want to have a ton of those like deep feely conversations, Mm -hmm. I just kind of want to live life. (laughs) I do have those deep feely conversations. It's not my favorite thing to have, but I think I've mistakenly thought that friendships, the main thing is that you guys just talk about your walk with God all the time and you really challenge each other. Mm -hmm. And that is so true. But um, just being two Christians who like each other and like doing the same stuff and being in proximity with each other, often I think for me has just naturally kept me going where I yeah. think, all right, if, if John's going, I gotta keep going too. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. That like a part of accountability
2: is just you personally Shared doing the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And seeing
1: you do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. So what is, uh, Luke to get to question number three, oh, <laughs> what is your favorite <laughs> characteristic <laughs> slash quality of me? <laughs>
1: John and I, like, do not do this, like, <laughs> verbally affirm each other kind yeah, of yeah. thing, like, ever. <laughs> I am not. This is not my strong suit. But um, it's only during the frog kissing. We uh, right. have you, uh, If you haven't heard that term, <laughs> <Yeah>. that is <laughs> on, on staff. King. On staff, we have something called this frog Aaron, kissing. Well, Aaron Hesse hates that she's associated with this. Right, but she is she's heavily frog, associated with it. But she's associated with it. Right. <laughs> um, so you can ask Aaron Hesse, be like, Aaron Hesse, I heard you introduced frog kissing to the yep, staff. Please, she will. please tell me all about that. Please tell me about it. I hear that's your thing. <laughs> So, love
2: shout out to Aaron Hesse on the yeah. Engage Quit podcast.
1: Basically, when it's someone's birthday or they're leaving, <laughs> everyone has to say something nice about them. That. Yep. <laughs> that's that's it. Yep, that's pretty much it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I can start. <laughs> no, about. I have things. I mean, it's always like I feel like what? Well, maybe this is a, my wife would agree with this. I tend to just assume. Hey, people know I care about them and I like them. So why do I have to ever have to say know. <laughs> which, which is not true. But yeah, um, I guess it's kind of what I was saying before. John, I just appreciate that you you are pursuing the Lord. One way you are a little different for me is that you take your sin more seriously than I take my sin. <laughs> I care about my sanctification. But when I talk to John about something he's struggling with, I always feel like... He cares about this deeply, and I should care about Bison more deeply. (laughs) (laughs) So that's been really helpful for me. I think that's a a weakness of mine that you've helped helped me work on a bit. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and I just appreciate that you're always – we kind of touched on this, but you're always just into things and excited about stuff and – You just like doing stuff. You're always like, let's go frisbee golf. Let's go play this game. Let's Mm. go like do this. I'm like, okay. (laughs) So (laughs) So I just like that. I like being around you because you're excited about life and you're optimistic. Um, And yeah, I think those are some of the things. Yeah.
2: I think the, uh, yeah, I was going to mention this in the earlier part, but I think that is like, if there is a distinctive in how we kind of naturally pursue the Lord and then how I feel pushed by you. And I think right. How I, how you feel pushed by me is, um, I think that a, a big strength of Luke's that I have felt consistently pushed by is the dude is always on mission. <laughs> and I, I consistently feel pushed by like, right. Luke will be like, Hey, I've been going to this running group and I've been meeting up with this guy, Matt, and I've been reading scripture with this, with this girl from back in high school. And um, I'm like making sure to be in this other group so that I can be touching base with non-Christians. And that is something that I've always felt felt pushed by in my relationship with God um, and in with how I'm doing the, the actions of living the Christian life. Mm. So I think that is something that's always been right. I think there's something important about sure like the shared truths and how you need to have places where you where you have commonality and ultimately like that's found in in jesus and which is what's able to bridge things like you know multicultural friendships and stuff like that but but then what's important too is are those little ways that we are different and are able Mm -hmm. to push each other so right hopefully i push luke into just thinking more deeply about what's going on in his heart and in his life and like, I, I don't think about that
1: <laughs> I'm like I don't know I think I'm fine John's like no you're not like,
2: and then and right and I totally feel pushed by Luke to be like okay I need to keep the mission in front of me like people need to be reached
1: um, I try I still feel like I'm so bad at that
2: yeah Um. plus right So I mean and then other the characteristics qualities I enjoy in this person same thing I mean like Luke and I bond over a lot of those random activities so mm-hmm. right board games but that's kind of why i hate you because you always beat me in all the <laughs> random activities if we play any video game
1: or <laughs> any board game or, or foosball or have any contest john will be dude still.
2: you're probably better than me at foosball maybe and you've me a lot though and you know more about music yeah, which is no, something that you get
1: that has already me zero like credibility points of anyone. <laughs> so <laughs> they just think I'm pretentious. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, um, way. yeah. So
2: I think those are some of the, some of those things. Um, okay. Final two things. So for number question, number four, what is something difficult that we've had to work through together? Mm. They're what are some move. differences we overcome? How do we approach this with candor, kindness, forgiveness,
1: etc.? <laughs> we haven't had a ton of this. Yeah, we but haven't that's part of, of our similarity. We're kind of a mm-hmm. there's not. I feel this way with my friendship with Vince too. I feel like I can poke fun at you, mm-hmm. and it's never taken personally. Which is <laughs> not true of all my friends. Like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a few of my friendships where I'm like, oh, I, I can't be, be careful about how I need to be careful. Have. I can't poke fun. I love just like poking fun and um, I think in the re- when the relationship is solid you can do that. So that's kind of been our friendship a lot. Mm-hmm. Is just I don't know messing with each other. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. maybe we'll irritate each other here and there but it's <laughs> <laughs> there hasn't been any like deep. Yeah, there's been there hasn't really been any big heavy thing. things. Right. Yeah, Luke's some um,
2: offices is- just like the the kitty corner office to mine. And so when both of our doors are open, one thing you might notice about Luke is he has a lot of just funny mannerisms. So <laughs> I, I like to just loudly imitate them from my office. <laughs> so, <laughs> or anyways, stuff like that. But yeah, no, we haven't had any, I mean, yeah, we haven't really had any significant yeah. significant disagreement. I think we have just generally had like we've just generally been candid with one another mm.
1: and yeah
2: like part of what that's led to is not really having any significant disagreements because mm-hmm. there there's like there's not really ever like unspoken i don't know expectations or something like that yeah. but also part of that comes from right we're so similar that yeah. there's not a whole lot of things that could be taken wrong
1: well yeah and if you ever if you ever have and i can't think of anything but if you ever had said something that I didn't like, I'm usually like, well, I know John and I, Mm -hmm. I know if he did something that he didn't mean it or would apologize if I brought it up to him. Mm -hmm. And so that is usually made it not really a big deal.
2: Yeah. So, so then final thing, how do the two of you help each other pursue Christ? I think this is a lot of what we said already. I mean, I think the, some of the biggest ways have been one are, our friendship just is a spiritual friendship that like, Mm -hmm. that is just a part of what we talk about. Um, and whether that's in some of the like sort of quote unquote lighter ways or in some of the deeper, you know, this is what I'm thinking through or struggling through or like trying to overcome. Um, but yeah, a specific nuance that I feel pushed in, in my relationship with Christ because of Luke is in the outward focus, in the evangelistic focus and in like, yeah, like the mission needs to be accomplished and it's not it is not a good enough thing to just to only like you know. Mm-hmm. I right. I was gonna say like to just grow in godliness, you can, right. but, but you can't really Don't just grow Right, you can't I mean you can't but you can't you can't just grow in godliness as like a single unit, you know, like part of growing in godliness is also reaching out to people. And I think I'm prone to think that all there is to growing in godliness is like ordering my internal world and like ordering my internal desires and things like that. And it's like, that is true. And also ordering those things should produce like being on the mission more and more consistently and with more and more intentionality and vigor and fire and all those things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's all good. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's moments where you have to say, okay, I'm going to, um, like sacrifice or kind of lay down my life. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't happen in any super crazy ways. I mean, there's, right. there's maybe times where I know you're going through something or I'm going through something where we're like, all right, I, I would rather go do this other thing, but I should call mm-hmm. John right now or mm-hmm. talk to him. And so, yeah, I don't want to say that's. That um there's never any sacrifice in friendship or anything right. like that, but
2: right, totally. And- I mean, like a couple days ago, there was something going on that I texted <laughs> you and Vince about, and Luke just called me up immediately. I mean, he was at <laughs> he was at Trinity, like working on stuff, and just called me up and was like, "Dude, I think I how's it going?" Break, and then
1: you texted me, I was like, Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> "All right, so <laughs> bearing one another's burdens." Yeah, so- exactly. Yeah. So, but there is um, we are in a culture where friendships are. Going down, <laughs> <laughs> people have less friendships, which is it's really bad. Yeah. So, yeah, I recently saw a study that was like
2: um 25% of young men say they don't even have an acquaintance.
1: Yeah, which
2: scary sounds like they probably just don't know the definition of acquaintance, right. <laughs> at least partially. But, oh, that but sad.
1: right, that to that, that, that would even be possible is crazy. Yeah. So, if you've heard anything from this podcast, I suppose it's that. Um, Friendship is—it's really important, but it—it it, um, it is something you have to work at. It's something you have to put time and effort at. But it—it it should be something that is life-giving and just is right. naturally. If you are following Christ, and the other person's following Christ and you're making sure each other is on track. Mm-hmm. Um, friendship is for me I found one of the most important things that that keeps yeah. me going. Like if I did not have if I did not have close friendships, I my right. first year of seminary, I was at a new job. I moved down to Illinois. I had pretty much zero close friendships. I developed some I guess acquaintances. I developed some guys that I would consider friends by the end of the year. But there is months where I Pretty much had no right. like no friendships. And it. I did feel my walk with the Lord just dwindle in that time because right. I just wasn't around anyone. It's weird. I was around a bunch of students down getting their master's degrees in theology, mm-hmm. but because I didn't have a close friend who I really knew and trusted just around me who was doing it too, I just felt my motivation start to dwindle. Yeah. And I think that's just a really common mm-hmm. problem is that – we live now in an age more of the social media we're more isolated and so we have less connection with other christians right. and i think the shared experience of doing christianity is super important yeah and that's pretty clear reading paul reading um just the way jesus led his disciples around they just did life mm-hmm. together he just knew that proximity right was really important um, yeah I, so it's yeah it is important for all of you listening to this, to, uh, if you don't have close friendships, to get in proximity with other Christians as much right. as you can right. um, and try and start developing that. And it might take some time. Like, friends aren't just going to like jump out of the walls at you. Right. <laughs> and, you know, and it, it's, it does take a bit of time to find someone really cl- like, click with and have shared truth with and have a connection mm-hmm. with. Um, but it it is a growing problem, and it is something that um there are ways to get around that. I know this church has a lot of social type events, especially right. for the kind of twenty something mm-hmm. age um and so that's you. I do just urge you to keep keep going to the stuff if you felt frustrated or yeah. um discouraged in that to just keep going and um it it is worth striving to have mm-hmm. at least one, yeah spiritual friendship yeah where you are doing life together as much as you can right you know you may maybe not working together like john and i but you're you're seeing each other on a regular basis mm-hmm. and you are keeping each other spiritually afloat yeah um and that gets as soon as you get married or have kids that gets even more difficult mm-hmm. um so yeah you know. right
2: something i've always found helpful is when we started bro accountability, that like started a pattern of since then, I've always had a, a group of a couple guys who, um, at least had the intention of meeting up every other week or every week. (laughs) Um, and then that's just Mm -hmm. consistently happened. And I think that, um, just like having that consistent touching base moment. So whether that would be, you know, obviously that was sort of like a just a natural version of a small group. So whether that would be you're in an actual small group that you sign up or you kind of assemble a small group of dudes or a small Mm -hmm. group of ladies who you're, who you're doing life with, um, having that consistently has been something Mm -hmm. that's been invaluable for me in continuing to pursue the Lord and to pursue him, Mm -hmm.
1: um, well and consistently. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's really important. Um, and I, I'm thinking of, Vince, Pas- Pastor Ritz. Yeah, Vint Miss, Mr. Vince, out in Kentucky. Yeah, um, he gave a talk on friendship, and he talks about how I uh, was his main point was like, if you're looking for friends, you won't have any, but if you become a friend, you'll have many. Mm. <laughs> I think it was a college students. I think it was yeah, for career. <laughs> and I think I that's really it. true. If you are kind of stuck on this, yeah, um, to offer friendship, mm. um, and you might not be able to be all that picky. <laughs> yeah. Like I know we've talked a lot about how well we connect and that kind of thing, but um, there's a lot of people around. There's a lot of people at high point to yep. make great friends. Yeah. And so Amen. you might just have to go to things and offer friendship, not just friendliness, mm. not, not just being nice. Like that's great, but offer real friendship where you yep. want to step into a greater relationship. Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like invite some people over for board games. Basically, yeah, like, like make it like actually right do something like, that's going to yeah like <laughs> create friendships rather than right. just like a a conversation in the lobby after church. Right. Yeah, a couple of than that.
2: a couple of my good friends have recently moved away. One being Vince, um, and so there are right now less guys that are in my direct proximity that are close friends. So this upcoming weekend, I texted a couple guys and yeah. am inviting them over to hang out and play games and hopefully start to pursue friendships
1: because of that, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, do we have anything else we wanted to say? I mean, think that's, that's it, man. That's it, huh? Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this. Thanks, Thanks for listening to this episode. Got of, something out of, <laughs> of Babel Escape. <laughs> <laughs> just, just
2: kidding, escaping Babel. <laughs>
1: babble Escape sounds like some computer game. Escape. <laughs> All right. Uh, see you later, guys. All right, bye. <laughs>
0: this episode of the engage and equip podcast if you have a podcast idea or a question you'd like answered on the podcast send us an email at podcast at highpointchurch.org if you'd like to find more episodes you can go online to highpointchurch.org slash podcast you can also find us on apple podcasts google podcasts overcast and other apps like that we hope this episode was helpful to you as you grow in becoming a more substantive disciple and a part of the local church If this episode was helpful to you, rate or review us on Apple Podcasts, or share this episode with a friend. Those are some of the best ways we have to reach new listeners. Until next time, thanks for listening to this episode of Engage and Equip.